0: dream
1: that one day, no matter how long it may take us,
0: as long as we have faith in our cause and uh, an unconquerable willpower, knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own.
1: This is a time of challenge to our interests and our values. And it's a time to test our wisdom and our skills. This will not be a campaign of half measures, and we will accept no outcome but victory.
0: Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to
1: accept. Read my lips. We will respond forcefully. Heavy as they are, the cost of action must be weighed
0: against the Hey guys, thanks for listening in today. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I think you mean everyone. Oh, so sorry. I need to be more inclusive. Thank you. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening to the podcast today. I'm Kevin. And I'm Brian. And we hope you enjoy. Brian. Yeah. Take a deep breath. We're almost there. Yeah. To the election. Oh boy. (laughs) And We're live.
1: We're live? We're live. All right.
0: Yeah. Episode 29.
1: 29. Growing up, that was MTV, and I'm ready to listen to some music videos and be done with this election.
0: I'm sure you are. It's 27 for me, MTV was. Oh, really? Yeah, different part of Illinois.
1: That was Showtime. It was blocked on our TV.
0: <laughs> 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 well, here we are. It is the Sunday before uh, November 3rd, yeah. thus late as November 1st. Yeah, happy November, everyone. Yeah, welcome to a better month hopefully and
1: regardless of which (laughs) way you voted i think everyone you know between the pandemic and this election everyone's just exhausted
0: it was a very tiring year
1: yeah and and especially these last few months i know for me personally i was thinking about this today i've lost interest in sports and i was a sports guy like i was football (laughs) basketball baseball in high school i i watched the nba mlb and nfl and you know, I know it was a little different with the pandemic, but I don't think it had anything to do with like actually watching the sport. I just got so deeply involved with politics and it became my number one interest outside of of course family and you know friends and all that, maybe even a little more than friends that I don't podcast with but um, <laughs> I will say i'm I'm ready for a little break I'm ready for after Tuesday when we do our live stream, I'm ready for the break,
0: yeah. Yeah, which actually now is a good time to bring up. We will not be putting out. We were just talking about how yeah. we've really been proud of our consistency as far as episodes go, releasing one every Thursday morning, one every Monday morning Well, we are taking a day of rest.
1: Yeah. So Tuesday we'll do our live stream, which will essentially accommodate that Wednesday midweek uh, episode. And then after that, we're going to take that Sunday off.
0: Yes. Um, But I think maybe we'll record an aftermath. We'll put an aftermath up on Patreon first, then we'll release it to Spotify right after.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean, like, I'm still going to be constantly monitoring, you know, Facebook and any community engagement. So please feel free to still email us. um, Yeah. You know, message us on Facebook. Shoot us text messages. I've been, you know, uh, getting a lot of messages from, uh, listeners and talking about the election and what I think. And, um, I, like we talked about last week where I had posted something on Facebook about just advocating people to vote. I've had almost a dozen people reach out to me and and ask for either help or like, you know, suggestions about like, you know, early voting or, um, day of voting, what, what to be prepared for, what do they need, Um, A lot of people have changed addresses, so therefore they needed to, you know, kind of be reminded of the new process or whatever the case is. And, you know, coronavirus has impacted people a great deal in terms of what their plan is. So go out and vote. You got about two days left to either early vote or go day of. Make sure you have a plan. Make sure you know who you're voting for. And uh, good luck. Yeah,
0: that's what we're going to be talking about today, too. The election. Final thoughts. Leaning into that home stretch, I think considering how exhausted we are, I wonder if they're like just as exhausted as like the politi- or like you know the, the candidates and everything like that. Not just the president, but the you know I mean Senate, House, all that kind of stuff. I think they've they got to be tired.
1: I think they are, and you know you have a, a bunch of different people that are kind of. I would say like the quote unquote superstars of the party, like a Bernie Sanders or an AOC, like they're the progressive wing. So they're out like campaigning for Biden, trying to win those progressives back to the party. Um, I've seen Ted Cruz more often. Um, trying to fight for the Trump side of the the Republican Party, right? Um, so you're, you're seeing a lot of other people. It's not just the president and former Vice President Biden out there on the trail. It's so many people yeah. fighting for their own races, for the presidential race, yeah. for local races. Obama
0: was in Florida.
1: Yeah, Obama was all over the yeah. place.
0: Um, yeah,
1: and boy, is it I. I that's Regardless fun. of his That's policy, fun. he's just so nice to listen to. Yeah, he's a great speaker. Incredible speaker. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got tons of practice. Yeah. Including eight years as president. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it,
1: it, and his wife, for me, is a very similar style speaker, where there's just a level of poise that...
0: Yeah. I would say... No, I mean, yeah, definitely, she's, very, she's, a, she's a fantastic speaker. Yeah, and speaker. I'm not
1: saying whether I agree or not. Well, obviously, I agree with a lot, and I know some, some things you don't agree with, but... Yeah. Even more than like a Biden and a Trump, like right. obviously I think Biden's a little bit better Trump, but Obama just blows them both out of the water. Oh, I, I know. just I was just gonna say that it's kind of like Engage the
0: audience. It's like having Eminem on your rap track. You know what I mean on your It song. just elevates. It's it. like well, it elevates the song, but then it also makes kind of it almost makes you look kind of silly because like he's just like a far <laughs> superior rapper. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It'd be like having Dr. Dre on it too, or Ice Cube, I,
1: or or that um. The rap that I was doing, uh, I wasn't doing, I was just spitting a couple of the bars um, from Monster, which is a Kanye West song, but it's Kanye West, Jay-Z, and in my opinion, uh, Nicki Minaj on that track steals the track. Oh, I don't like Nicki Minaj. I'm not the biggest fan of her. I like her. I like her. I like Cardi B. I didn't take a side in the feud. Yeah. will say. (laughs) But I will say... Um, in that particular track, she just owns it. More yeah, the thing others.
0: I don't like is like I like substance to my rap. Yeah, like I like to I like to know the story of what's going on in the lyrics. And with like same thing like Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, I'm like you're just it's, talking about your butt.
1: <laughs> I'm all for it. Anyways,
0: <laughs> <laughs> way off track there. What's,
1: uh, what's let's let's talk
0: election. Let's talk predictions, Brian. Yeah, because I mean, that's what we're gonna do here. Because I actually took the time because I was talking to Brian earlier today. And I was like, I got to do a little bit of research, my friend, because Brian is much more versed in the um, (laughs) Electoral College and the way things go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go through this. So, you know, I went on 270 to win. Uh, I went on 538. um, And I even took the time to pull up a couple of maps. I pulled up one from 2016 on the Electoral College. I looked at some of the numbers, the margins. And I pulled myself up a blank map and I made a full prediction.
1: Really? Full like prediction. Like you even had to color in the Wyoming's of the of the electoral map?
0: I've covered, yeah, everything.
1: Like you started from scratch. It was from all scratch, brown. it was all brown. Wow. Yeah, I, I did don't it. Even do
0: that. Uh, well, I wanted to like have something to contribute today. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's not that I'm necessarily more well-versed. I'm more compulsive when it comes to this. Like I, when I'm, in like a down moment of my workday, I literally pull up 270 to win or 538 and I go through possible outcomes for all these different states and what is this outcome? And I, it's like, okay, I can really see Florida swinging red or I can see Florida going blue or, oh, I just read this poll. How does that affect Michigan or whatever the case is? So right. that's why I don't necessarily think I'm more well-versed. I'm more compulsive going to 270 to win and five. Well,
0: which makes you more versed. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the? Cause I, so do you? The, let's, the, let's, a do a, of, let's do a run through. Yeah, because one map. thing I will say is a lot of the predictions and a lot of the you know the um, you know the the educated guesses I'll call them are calling Biden winning by a very large margin. Like I've seen it even as like four hundred. I mean, yeah, I've seen like yeah. three nineteen to two nineteen. <laughs> I've seen like, and that to yeah. me that's huge. I know that you only need two seventy, but like winning by a hundred electoral votes is huge. Yeah. Now, granted the we were talking about this earlier, Brian, the Democrats really have a leg up because they take the East and the West coast. And in that they get California and 55 votes in one state is mm-hmm. pretty massive. You know what yeah. I mean? It kind of, it gives you that cushion almost now, obviously it doesn't always work out for the Democrats, but
1: no. Um, and, 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 you know, to balance that, you know, you have California, and New York that always go right. Um, Essentially always go blue, but then you also, you also have Texas, which is 38, which has always gone red, except all of a sudden now it's a toss up.
0: Well, we talked about this before, and I think that's because you saw that large portion of people moving from the West down to Texas. Yes. And so I think that is part of the reason. And there was like a big push in Texas actually, where it was like, um, okay, you can come into my state but there's rules and there was this whole big campaign. Like if you come down here, you have to vote red. Yeah. And it was really, I, I, I saw, uh, there was a couple of things I listened to about it. One of them was on Joe Rogan though. And it's this guy, you know what I mean? Um, Former, he brings out like a lot of the former Green Beret or former like Navy Seals, yeah. And it was this guy, you know what I mean, who lives in Texas now, owns a business in Texas, and he was just talking about it. He's like, "Yeah, if you come down here, you can't turn my state blue." (laughs) It's like, wow, (laughs) Um, I don't think Texas is flipping this time around. I don't. Every part of me
1: says. Absolutely not. It's 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 Texas. It's not going to go right. blue.
0: I would almost be disappointed if it went blue. I would not be. I know you wouldn't be. Because if, te- if Texas turns blue, everyone, you can turn off your TVs and just come listen to our podcast because Biden will have won. If it flips blue, there's just no way. In my mind.
1: So I was talking with and I'm scrolling through my phone right now, I was talking with one of our, our listeners, Jason, who is, you know, always listening. One of the first to download every episode, so thanks, Jason. And, you know, he was, you know, expressing like, oh, I don't know, I you know, all the polls are saying one thing, but, you know, with a lot of people that are supporting the Biden-Harris campaign, a lot of those people did support the Hillary campaign, not everyone. right? So there's this level of, like, I guess you would say quote unquote shookness <laughs> that like you got shook in 2016. Like I was shook in my core. I was like, how did we, how did we land here?
0: Cause Hillary was in, and we've said this before too, but Hillary was up in the polls big time.
1: Almost similar to, yeah to Biden, except when we break it down in terms of the battleground states and the actual, like, okay, Michigan, Michigan is now outside the margin of error. Wisconsin is outside the margin of error. They weren't in 2016. And then they actually flipped, you know, within that margin of error to the other side. You know, they had a two, two point lead in Michigan. Well, it ended up a one point lead for Trump by the end. right? Right. So, um, But I was talking to him, and and one of the things that is really coming into consideration is some of the manipulation or suppression that's happening from one side Um, with Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. Um, Wisconsin had the ruling where, you know, you could turn in your election as long as it was postmarked. The the mail-in ballot, as long as it was postmarked before the election, it would be counted. Right. Um, And Minnesota had a very similar thing. Minnesota had the ruling in August that it would allow for this. Mm -hmm. And then Wisconsin overturned it with a um, conservative uh, ruling, uh, Kavanaugh being the major decision. And then the Minnesota state courts um, actually overturned their ruling from August and now say, Nope, ballot has to be in by election day period. And it's like, people didn't know that until Friday they might right. have just okay well, I got to get you know to the post office and mail yeah. this and we've also documented even on this podcast um, the issues that are going on with the, the postal service. So slight digression here if you haven't mailed in your ballot, don't at this point go don't. take it into yep. a, a ballot box or yep. your polling place. If you're very nervous, you can find out online. If your, if your vote has been tabulated or if it's been received, and if it hasn't, look into doing a provisional ballot at your polling place the day of the election, regardless right. of how you're going to vote. I want your votes to count, whether it's Republican or Democrat. I want you to feel like you've been empowered. So if that is the case and you're feeling like my vote might not be counted, go figure out. Reach out to me. I will walk you through anything you need to do. Kevin will do the same. We care about people voting regardless of how you vote.
0: Right. So let's talk battleground states. Yeah. What do you think the biggest ones are going to be? So, because I I know what I mean, you can go on any site, you can, you know what I mean? You can follow any news outlet and they'll tell you. But what do you think the biggest ones are going to be?
1: I think the most interesting ones are Pennsylvania and Texas.
0: I would agree with you.
1: Not that I think
0: Florida is going to be interesting too.
1: Okay. So that's my third. And the reason I think Florida is more likely to go one way or the other, like it's the closest to a coin foot. Yeah. I think Texas, and this is what I was talking about with Jason, It's like I think Pennsylvania is going to have some issues with manipulation. Okay. Um, you know, with the mail-in ballots and like, oh, they didn't have the second envelope on there and all that shit right. that's been yeah. going on. And I told Jason, I was like, they can have their, you know, Pennsylvania. If, if the blue team flips Texas, that's the crown jewel of the Republican Party. If you take the crown jewel of the party, it's all fucking over.
0: yeah, because then you're talking you're taking California at 55 and Texas at 38 like and
1: New York at 29 for right. Illinois at 20 right. Like, that's game over. And not only that, it's a message sender. It's yeah. like hey yeah, this is done. you had your this was your crown jewel. this was your right. dead, dead red yeah. all the time for mm-hmm. the last 60 years mm-hmm. you know and now it's gone. Yeah. So it sends a big message. So I think that's going to be the most interesting for the long term ramifications. Right. Um, and I think Pennsylvania is going to be interesting in terms of, you know, does do the courts get involved? Does the Supreme Court get involved similar to the way it did in 2000 in Florida?
0: Right. Because I'm thinking I'm like I said before, I think Texas stays red. Yeah. I think Florida goes red again. Okay. Pennsylvania was my tiebreaker. In a really? sense, not like a, a true tie, oh, okay. but like, um, so before Pennsylvania, um, and I, I don't think you'll be surprised at a lot of this and I'll show you this map later too, but like I have, you know, obviously like the Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, almost sure. all of Nebraska, sure. you know what I mean? That's all red. You've got a, of course, like Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, all that, that Southern portion of the U S yep. going red as well. Um, but leading up to that, before I filled in Pennsylvania, and I use again a lot of the stuff I used from the the, the twenty sixteen yeah. you know final yeah. electoral college, I had it at two sixty six Biden two fifty two Trump before Pennsylvania, and so I thought I, I, again I'm not very versed at this. I had a fucking blast doing this and really thinking about it, but um, I think Pennsylvania is going to be that one that turns it. I think it's I I think. I really, I mean, I would be very surprised. Actually, I don't know. I wouldn't really be that surprised if it went red, if it changed and no, went red I, on us, because, just because of Well, it, what it Biden... was red
1: in 2016. Exactly, red. yeah. Wow.
0: I was saying it flips this year to blue, and that's how Biden wins.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, all signs pointed to that, because um, Biden was up, I think, nine, but then it slipped down to four, and now it's back up to, like, five or six, which is outside the margin of error.
0: Slightly,
1: though. Right,
0: that, that's a, that's an accounting and, error. And
1: here, and yeah, and here's the thing: that is you have this reference there,
0: <laughs> where uh, <laughs> Andy's trying to get um, what's the character's name, Oscar,
1: to yeah. cook to kind of yeah. cook the book so the books. that
0: Robert California sees the eight <laughs> percent li- or uh, growth. Yeah, he's like, right? Can you make that accounting error for me? And you? then Kevin okay. offers, I can make that accounting. error. Yeah, <laughs> they both like kind of came like, oh <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, sorry, I go on them. I think. It's interesting because Pennsylvania is essentially two different states within one. It's got this massive following in Pittsburgh and uh, Philly, right where It's very, very blue, right and then you have the western ha- the western part of of Pennsylvania outside of Pittsburgh and this rural center so yeah. the, the the east side of Pennsylvania is very blue, and then of course Philadelphia, right. And then you have this huge chunk of blue right around Pittsburgh and kind of the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of red. It, it's very akin to Illinois, but right. Illinois has just one big blue area and then it's mostly red. Yeah, um, So that's why it's so interesting, the dynamic, because it's this perfect blend of two huge urban areas and right. huge rural areas. Right. Um,
0: Which is kind of like it's, it's similar to me in, is like, to like uh, Wisconsin. Which like that's why I wouldn't be totally surprised. Yeah, Madison if,
1: and Milwaukee, and that's yeah. why they actually compare the two when one is doing something, the other is usually doing this a very similar Because
0: I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be all that surprised. Like I gave, um, I I even used the different colors, Brian. Let me turn my computer around so you can see this, and hopefully not unplug <laughs> and all. Dark of red some. versus light red. Yeah, pink? yeah. Well, I even did likely and tilt and leans. Oh yeah. Look at you. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so I had Wisconsin as like a leaning uh, left this time around. And so I wouldn't be totally surprised because like my little brother lives in Wisconsin. um, And he said that the amount of Trump signs by him is just like outrageous. Yeah. I mean, like every yard. Yeah. But he lives in Baraboo. Yeah, you, know you get into so, Madison and
1: Milwaukee, and it's a whole different ball game.
0: Still, a lot of Trump supporters there, though. So, I mean, that's why it's. I'll be interested to see the results. So, so, and
1: here's my one thing: yes, yeah. unless there is, unless there is this level of manipulation that happens with mail-in ballots or whatever in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania, I don't see it going against Biden. But if they're able to throw out a bunch of ballots that would be Republican and Democrat, I think there's a larger turnout all of a sudden this year.
0: Is your thought that more conservative people are actually going to the polls?
1: So, what are your thoughts on that? So, in general, yeah, I think it becomes anything more difficult is going to be, um, when we look at like conservatives, right? Generally speaking, the majority of conservatives are older white people. And they aren't going to necessarily go, oh, well, I got to do a couple extra steps for a mail-in ballot. They just have always done something a certain way, right? That's conservatism. I'm doing it the same way it's always been done. So I go on election day and I go vote. So I think in general, there's a good amount of same-day voting for a Republican party. With that in mind, I think in general, there has been such a large turnout I, I have a hard time believing that people, even though Trump does a great job of railing his base, yeah, he hasn't shown to really move that base or expand that base. So in terms of getting more people out to vote, I have a hard time believing that that's going to be in Trump's favor.
0: Yeah. One thing I'm going to say too, is that I feel like Biden kind of got lucky in two ways. Um, and I'm not, like down. if he yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, well, I want to clarify to everyone else. Cause I know that you can read my mind, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what kind of gets me is yeah. he, you know, so he has the bonus that like a lot of people want Trump out of office, yes. even people on the right, a lot yes. of people in the center, they don't like him. And so they're going to choose the lesser of two evils. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's got that going for him, which is nice. <laughs> for him yeah caddyshack yeah, Um, (laughs) nice um he's also got this overwhelming support from people in his party people like barack obama like Mm -hmm. michelle obama with huge name recognition right clearly right that are going out and campaigning on his behalf Mm -hmm. which to me is kind of a cop-out but i get it hey use your assets yeah yeah work what you got well, and it's but, also,
1: um, you know, getting the progressives. Like, right. we we were talking about AOC and Bernie going out and campaigning yeah. for someone who doesn't necessarily identify exactly with their p- political spectrum, like where they right. fall on the political right. spectrum. Um, Biden, in general, has a very high favorability yeah. um, amongst not only Democrats, but Republicans don't, like, say, ah, he's the sh- he's terrible, like, I would never vote for him. It's like... Yeah. I might prefer Trump, but yeah, just song, remember, I hate Biden. Yeah. Just whereas Clinton that, was very unfavorable.
0: Yeah. Nobody liked her. I can understand that. <laughs> yes.
1: You voice, <laughs> you, voiced, you voiced that. <laughs>
0: sure. Um, but I think that's why I originally gave Michigan and Wisconsin to Biden is because he's actually being able to spend that time up there. Whereas Hillary didn't really, um, no, she fucked up. Yeah. Big time. Um,
1: and that was the moment she realized she fucked up.
0: <laughs> poor thing. Not really. <laughs>
1: She's definitely not poor. But, yeah, she made the mistake of. So, but
0: that's, yeah, but I think that's going to be the biggest, like, factor that will help him in this election is all that, like, the outcry of help that he's gotten.
1: Well, and and then also you look at the fact that Iowa, Pennsylvania, you know, he carried Pennsylvania and he carried Iowa. He carried Wisconsin, Michigan. Florida, Texas, and he's having to go spend time there, spend time, spend money, run ads that he couldn't, right. he shouldn't have had to do Iowa. And, you know, help me out with this, Kevin, with the rhetoric and yeah. not, I'm not going to go too deep into the rhetoric, Yeah, but like when he goes to Iowa mm-hmm. and he says, yeah, I didn't think I'd even have to be here. And if you don't vote for me, like I'm never coming back. How does that motivate people to actually vote for him? No, it's stupid. But, like, that's what he's
0: saying. And for me. I didn't see that or hear that. Yeah.
1: So he was in Iowa, and he's like, I didn't think I'd have to be here. Same thing with Pennsylvania. He's like, I didn't think I'd have to come to here, and, you know, I might never come back, and I might leave the country if you guys don't vote for me. Well, you know, probably to a non-extradition country. But (laughs) the idea that he's saying that, for me, would be very alienating. And then we saw what happened in Nebraska, and I think it was last night as well, where they had the buses to the rallies right, and then there were no buses back. So people are literally wandering. Yeah, there was a bunch of um, cases of hypothermia and um, people were going to the hospital with either hypothermia or complications from having been out in the cold walking. Mm-hmm. So they would um, park a couple of miles away. It was in Nebraska. It was going to this airfield where mm-hmm. Air Force One would land. Mm-hmm. He would do a little quick rally and gone. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was They didn't have the parking at the airstrip, so they had this other area, remote location, them bussing people, and it was like 40 buses of people. So it was a pretty good turnout. But they had the buses were gone, so people Hmm. didn't have a way to get back to their car, and they were wandering out in the dark, trying to find their cars, and people were getting hypothermia, calling 911 Hmm. and all that. And it happened again last night. I can't remember where it was.
0: They must not have had their Uber apps.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So... I, I look at that, and I'm like, down the final stretch, you don't want to be making those errors. And I, I disagree with all of his rhetoric in terms of, you know, the Biden laptop that we found was debunked and all this shit. But to leave people out in the cold, literally, I don't think it was, was cold, it
0: really debunked? Or was it just like?
1: Yeah, no, it was debunked. Um, How so? Uh, Hold on.
0: Because I don't, th- I I heard that it wasn't debunked. It was more so like it was denied, and I think it just disappeared.
1: No, Um. even Tucker Carlson said like, his his information vanished in the mail. And that
0: doesn't necessarily mean that it's debunked. That just means that like maybe it was brushed under a rug. I'm not going to use the term debunked. I, does it have any validity? I don't know.
1: Yeah, um,
0: I'm just playing a little. I know little a little devil's advocate. Not even just that. I'm trying to be level headed because one thing I've noticed about you, Brian, over these many years that we have been friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that, uh, first of all, one, it's very easy to get you riled up. Sure. Okay, especially if I get a little bit of whiskey in you. Yeah. (laughs) Easy. Easy Very, very easy. Um, But the other thing is, like, how ready you were to believe the the whole Trump calling um, military veterans who died or whatever losers and suckers, which was a hearsay thing. You just had people saying, I heard him say this. Yeah. Okay. You were very ready to believe that. But mm-hmm. as soon as the Biden mm-hmm. thing came out with the laptop, it's like, nah, it's debunked. It's dead. It's gone. See you later. And so, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, so, that little bit of bias is there. Sure, for let me, sure. Let me defend that. Uh, yeah, wait, wait, no, yeah no, please, no. please. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's very easy to believe that he would call the soldiers suckers and losers because mm-hmm. he did that to McCain out in the open on video several times, literally saying, No, but you've also al- said that he's only a hero. Because he was a prisoner of war, and I prefer not to have people that are losers as heroes, like that kind of shit. So
0: yeah. I don't. I, I, I didn't actually hear that thing when he was talking about McCain either. I yeah. know you've brought it up before. Yeah, um, but like a, there, he. But at the same time, but at the same time, though, you were also the one who told me that sometimes the uh, rhetoric or the arguments or things that happen at like the debates, as far as like uh, the candidates going for you know the DNC or the RNC, is there's, yeah. there's infighting there because. Sure. It's a debate, as, sure. as Kamala said. It's just a debate. <laughs> That's my creepy. Well, comment your opponent,
1: your opponent changes.
0: Understood. Right? Understood. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I get that. Yeah, but isn't that very similar? Like maybe he was just kind of calling him out because he was, he was on the debate floor.
1: Oh, absolutely. You can, I. I... For me, I don't understand why Ted Cruz would ever support Donald Trump after he called him a lying Ted Cruz, insulted his yeah, dad, him the Zodiac know, killer, and then called but his you wife you see the back. same th-
0: you see the same thing with, uh, but, with with Biden and with Kamala too, though. You well, know what Kamala I mean?
1: called into his called into question his policy on busing, and, and that, that was also, a fair but question. Didn't
0: she call him out on like like uh, what was it with women? Something about women.
1: She said that she believes his accusers.
0: Yeah. And so I'm just saying it's it's similar. It, and, I, and I'm only going through this with you right now, Brian, because sure. I want to get, I was thinking about this the other day, and I want to get your, I, I want to try to follow your train of thought, that's all. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. So, when we say. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm yeah, sorry no, if you no, feel no. like you're calling Uh-uh. Out. No, I love, I love, so this is the thing about me discussing things. Yeah. Is I want people to challenge me. Like, I want people not so I can,
0: I can destroy them like Ben Shapiro, no. Ben Shapiro, he's a. I know we say this every time, but that man knows how to talk.
1: Right. So,
0: but I hate that 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 line of yeah, all of I want t- to wreck Ben people. Shapiro. I don't want to wreck Ben Shapiro. Destroy. Yeah,
1: I'm not in the business of destroying people politically, and and that's twofold. Number one, I think it's disrespectful. Number two, it doesn't do me any good to destroy someone because all it does is rile up the people that already agree with me and piss off the people that don't. Right. Um, but going back. To, for instance, Trump rhetoric in yeah. the RNC, right? Or not the RNC, the Republican primaries, right? right. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how, you know, he tried to dismantle Ted Cruz, lying Ted Cruz, and he's named con and all that.
0: Yeah, that's his thing.
1: And that's his thing. Kamala saying, I believe the accusers is what you should do first. And then when you do the investigation and find out, you know, all of a sudden the the accusations don't just go away. Like they're retracted and by the people like, oh, well it wasn't sexual assault. I felt uncomfortable and it's different. Okay. Well right. now, okay. I believe that maybe Joe Biden made him uncomfortable, but he didn't, you didn't instruct him like, Hey, yeah, it wasn't sexual. Yeah. He's, he's a close talker. Like Michael Scott, like yeah, we get it.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I, when Kamala brought that up, I think it was fair to bring that up and like say, Hey, I believe his accusers. When it comes to his busing policy, that's a fair thing. The ninety-four yeah. crime bill is yeah. a fair thing to bring up. Yeah, it's a mess up. And when he did it in the debate, he like owned it. He's like, "Yep, we we messed that up. It yeah. wasn't the intention." Um, I, I look at those, those are some things. of
0: the questions I would have liked to see in the debate too. Things like that on his on his policy in the past. I don't think they brought that up enough. But please continue your point because yeah. I want to get this. so
1: and so. When I look at Trump and you know his rhetoric and stuff like that. Like, I can first off, The Atlantic is a very good source, right? It's been critical of of Democrats, too. So, I look at that, yeah. yeah, So, I look at that, I look at the source. The Atlantic is very trustworthy to me. The NY Post is not, it's owned by Rupert Murdoch, who is a very close friend of Donald Trump. They've Mm -hmm. been having issues with their verification, even Fox News called into question. You know, uh, when Giuliani was just on a recent interview and she was like, isn't this like, aren't you acting like Christopher Steele here? You're not verifying anything.
0: I just had a soft spot for the New York Post because Alexander Hamilton started it.
1: Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Unfortunately, <laughs> just like the Cubs and the Ricketts family. like yeah. I love the Cubs, I hate but the I don't Ricketts like family. the Ricketts family. Yeah. And I look at these things and okay. It, the NY post isn't what it used to be
0: for sure. So, so for sure. I think, but that's an issue I have with media in general nowadays is everyone will find whatever story. Cause like, so you know what I mean? Cause I'm not saying that I totally believe the laptop stories, but I'm not saying it's not outside of the realm of possibility. So
1: here's the thing, you know what I mean? The guy that found it was legally blind, didn't identify Hunter Biden having turned it in. It was a friend with a hunt. It was with a Biden sticker on it. And, mm-hmm. And you know none of it was verified, none of it, so it's mm-hmm. like okay we're we're hanging our hat on this email story I, again, I'm not saying no I know. I'm just so you know I mean? that's why so when you can't back up with anything and right. even one of your most trusted sources on the right is Fox News, like that's mm-hmm. who they rally against, yeah. rally with even Fox News is calling it into question for me it's it's a it's an it's a non existent argument anymore, okay. Um, so that's why I was, you know, but it plays so well for the people that really follow Trump. Yeah. I just, and that's and I, why he's continuing it on his great right. hits jam of 2016. Just cause, cause as we
0: lead up to the election here, I brought this up earlier. Um, yeah. when Brian and I were settling in today and having lunch and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I look Fire, forward bar and I, grill pizza and wings. Oh man, my God. It was so, so good. good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> it was my first real, like, uh, it felt like a game day Sunday for me. I'm not a huge football fan, but I do enjoy like when I used to have Sundays off and I could like sit around and like have like pizza and like drink yeah. a fucking beer and yeah. like watch a team and not really know what's going on but enjoy it anyways. That's um, what
1: I'm saying. I'm not into sports anymore. I, I was more excited I've, to have I've pizza for the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I have been. I, I, it's I, a podcast. Maybe it's also that the Patriots aren't going to suck the rest of this year, but
0: yeah, Brian's a big Patriot. I'm fan.
1: just not into the NFL right
0: now. Yeah. But I was uh, I w- I was saying this earlier so I I you know had a couple of these questions for Brian and I look forward to these conversations because as we get closer to the election like it's all anybody wants to talk about, right? Especially now. It's a different climate now in 2020 than it was even in 2016. You know, I feel like especially in this election like nobody has wanted to talk politics more. Even you everyone's coming out of the fucking woodwork, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so we were, we had the the family over last night, like I was saying. And it's like they were all talking about it, and it's just like I didn't really want to get into it. But something that I've really noticed yeah. in almost all of the political conversations that I've had recently mm-hmm. is it's back to that thing of why are you questioning Joe Biden right now? Um, and I get it, I do. It's just it's it's strange for me because me, I feel like I have somewhat of an even keel. Not to like toot my own horn because, like, I have a lot of flaws when it comes to politics, but I have a pretty even keel as far as like, no matter what's going on, I'm still trying to hold everyone to the exact same standard. Fair. At the same time, I completely appreciate everyone who's just like, fuck it, we need Biden to win because we need Trump out. Yeah. Yeah, Biden's got a bunch of flaws, but he's better than Trump. And I'm definitely not disagreeing with that at all. It's hard for me conversationally to speak fully and speak my mind completely because I, I I don't really want to deal with that retaliation of like, well how can you say anything bad about Biden? how can you you know what I mean We need him, we need him and I again, I get it but that's why I've been looking forward to this conversation this week is because I knew I could say things without you going all crazy I mean I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely, not necessarily crazy because no. I don't want to call out anybody who's listening who had, I've had a conversation with recently. That's not saying my conversation with you no. was awful. It's just saying that like it's interesting. The for winding me road to see that.
1: that it can go down.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and, absolutely.
1: And yeah, I, I I agree that there is a level of discussion that is happening that excites me. Right? People are more active, and I,
0: and that's great. This is how it should be. Every yeah. you know every every election and cycle. It,
1: it, it, It should be like in a Romney Obama election, which, you know, when it was not as polarizing, but it should still be just as engaging. Absolutely. I actually said this again in a a side conversation was I I think Donald Trump has made America great again in the last few months here. Because people are way more engaged than they have been in a right.
0: long time. I think ever since he was elected elected in twenty sixteen, now people are like, "Fuck, maybe I should pay attention to politics." Yeah,
1: for those that like disagreed and oh, I live in a red state or I live in a blue state, right? It's not, it's not going to matter. It does matter, oh, and we're seeing yeah. we're seeing like in Texas and in Georgia. Georgia is one that I think. Well, we've we've gone way down. a winding road ourselves yeah um, we'll have to get back to the, the battleground states I think Georgia is going to be a really
0: interesting one not only I think it goes red
1: well, I've seen a lot only,
0: of people say that it's going to go blue though
1: I think it might and I think even the Senate race might flip in the last few weeks here because that Purdue osof uh debate also for osof uh debate was really interesting and I I mean Osof won the debate and Purdue canceled the next debate. Because he just was like, I'm not going up and exposing myself again. Um, But yeah, I I think there is a level of discussion that I'm excited about. But there's also this weird dynamic where some people are getting more involved, but in a louder way. It's not like they're researching more or um, being a little more thoughtful in their conversation. It's just that they're getting louder. And that's something I don't like. One way or another, yeah. it still needs to be a conversation. And I always try and bring it back to like us developing a community, us developing a model of discussion, even right. in disagreement. Yeah. And, you know, it's something I need to continue to work on and, and get better at. But I I wish more people would have the discussions that matter. right? And be willing to have like the family dinner discussion like, oh, I'm voting for you know, Trump, oh, I'm voting for Biden. Why? Okay, here's why. What policies right. yeah. do you like? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I do understand it can be very difficult. And Yeah. Yes, I feel like there's a lot more discussion happening.
0: Yeah. So do you, So I because we touched on this, but I, I feel like I, I kind of got an answer from you, but I want a definitive. Sure. Georgia. Yeah. Is it going blue, do you think? I want your final prediction. Yes. I think it goes red. Okay. So slightly. I'm talking I'm talking like fucking like 1%. On
1: September 13th, we did a Battleground state thing. Oh, I state know. Thing. I know
0: cuz a lot of mine have changed.
1: I don't know. So let's go that way. Let's go Ooh. Let's just go through it. Arizona, we both had flipping blue. 2016 yep. I, it was red.
0: I stay that. Yeah. Okay. I have Arizona blue on here.
1: Florida, you had red.
0: I stay yeah. Stick with it. I had blue. I'm, do you still think blue or do you think red now?
1: I'm still lean blue, but I'm not as sure. I was sure
0: because I have them within like the margin of like a tilt. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just ever so slightly going to be. We're t- I'm talking like thousand votes.
1: Yeah, and, and like I said earlier, the Miami Dade, um, county is having these issues where twenty three thousand have been stripped. There's pictures of you know uh, post office back rooms where there's just. Hundreds and hundreds of ballots that haven't gotten like into the processing centers yet or anything like that. So I think it's a very interesting thing. And this is one of my biggest frustrations and why I've been so um, so ready to just say blue for everything. Right. One side is advocating. Go out and vote. Go out and vote. And there's another side doing everything it can to suppress it. And that's Wisconsin and Minnesota, in Florida, Pennsylvania, like everything they can. And it's like, why is one side trying so hard to stop people from voting? And that bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. And I'm the one that's saying there are red ballots in there too, and those need to be counted.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, right, next. State. So
1: Florida, yeah. I I still think it goes blue. Yeah. But that. I mean, I don't know.
0: That'd be nice. That'd be 29 for Biden. Yeah. Because I'm calling it 29 for Trump right now. Yeah. Next date, which one?
1: Oh, I had the. Thing.
0: Yeah, you have the list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going off of your map.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I switched the. I'm not that. I don't have that great. So Iowa. Yeah, Iowa.
1: You had blue, and it's gotten way more heated than yeah. I thought it was ever going to be.
0: Um, I have it tilt red.
1: Okay, so you're you're reversing course there.
0: I think I I would love to see it flip. Um,
1: because that Senate race is also very close with Joni Ernst. Yes. I forget the Democratic candidate. Sorry, um, shame on me. But no. Joni Ernst is the incumbent, and her race is also a toss-up. Um, I also have it red. Yeah, um, I have it tilted red. It's like yeah. one, one maybe two percent there. Yeah. yeah,
0: agreed, agreed, one hundred percent.
1: North Carolina, you had red.
0: I have red still. You have it red still. I, I, have, have, it, it. I have it. I have it. Um, likely red. Not even leaner tilt.
1: Okay, I have it. I have it likely blue really yeah yeah i think i think north carolina goes blue okay. i think i think it's the one that is going to secure that difference if there are issues with pennsylvania yeah it kind of secures the blue side of things
0: interesting yeah interesting yeah i just see it going red i do next. um
1: next we had ohio okay we both said red
0: yeah i still have it red Do you have it likely? So just so, and anyone who doesn't know, safe obviously means like no way, no. There's no way it's changing. It's either blue or red.
1: So Illinois would be like safe. California would be safe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Likely meaning like we're talking probably with like a five to ten percent disparity. Leans lower still. It's within
1: the margin of error.
0: Yeah. Tilt is like. It's down to like you know within the thousands of votes only. Yeah. You know what I mean. That'll determine.
1: Which, as we talked about, seventy thousand votes essentially decided Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So right, if you those think about that, very tight. Right. Um, yeah. The next one we had was Ohio. We both said red. Red. Pennsylvania. We both said blue. Yeah. This is probably going to be the most interesting state. I cannot state. wait, dude.
0: Like, that's that's the one thing. Once Pennsylvania comes up, the two, again, we said this at the beginning of the, the podcast, the beginning of the hour here. Um, Pennsylvania and Texas, I want to see. I mean, Florida, again, I'm interested in Florida. That's, again, top three. Florida got
1: all the publicity in 2000. Let's give it to yeah. another state.
0: <laughs> we'll even split it up amongst two. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and then, finally, Wisconsin, which... At the time, was a major battleground. The, right. That machine were major battleground states yeah. uh, about a month and a half ago.
0: I'm saying, I'm saying tilt blue.
1: I'm saying very likely blue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I
0: again, which I've is been crazy before,
1: it, yeah, it was it was in early September. Early September, we had it as likely blue for both of us. Um, I actually had you as BR because you're like, I could see it going either way, but I think blue. Um, and it is now opened up according to the polls up words of like nine
0: to 11%. Um, right. But again, keep in mind, everybody listening to we've seen people ahead by 9%, yeah. 10% and then have it flip and have the opposite party win by a half a percent.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I will say is this, and this is something people really need to be cognizant of with 2016 the idea of the polls being so far off and holy cow, how did they miss this so bad was a lot of those States were within the margin of error. Right. And there was a lot of undecided voters that swung heavily towards Trump because he so spent
0: they, a lot of time in Michigan and Wisconsin. Yeah, if there and was Clarion,
1: 10 per, yeah. 10% undecided, Oh, like 8% of those went Trump's way. And that swung within the margin of error. Now, a lot of these battleground States, um, Biden has already reached 50%. So, you know, when we were saying, oh, well, it's, you know, 48% Biden, 46% Trump, that's two points. It's within Mm -hmm. the margin of error. When you hit that 50% 50 mark in a singular state, it's a different kind of feel. Now, it doesn't mean it's 100%, oh, well, Biden wins that state, Mm -hmm. or oh, well, Trump wins that state. Mm -hmm. It does provide a certain um, level of security in that polling. Also, of note, the more. Turnout there is the more likely the polling is to be correct.
0: Accurate, yeah. Now, actually, and a fun, fun fact about that is Texas, as of it was either yesterday or Friday, um, has with just their early voting and their mail-in voting that's been yep. counted already is already a hundred percent of the number of people that voted in twenty sixteen.
1: So, and here's my thing about that, Kev, is we talk about all these states, we look at it, and I'm I'm just baffled, like. People don't rally for an incumbent like that. People were very energized by Obama, and the voter turnout went down. Crazy. Same thing with Bush. People were, you know, he won both, you know, in 2000 and 2004, but the voter turnout went down when the incumbent, you know, was involved. To have it spike like this, for me, signals that there's an agent of change involved. Um, And that's why... You know, for me as someone who supports the Biden campaign, I'm very energized by that. But like I said, I was shook by 2016, and I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket.
0: Right,
1: so. right. So we covered pretty much all of the battleground states.
0: So I'm going to make you do this then. Yes. How close do you think it's going to be? So, like I said, before Pennsylvania's in, I have so if I if I if I go with what I thought and say Pennsylvania leans blue. I have Biden 286, Trump 252. Do you think it'll be that close? Closer? Not as close? Lay it on me.
1: So I've seen you know, um, realistic models having it um, in the high threes, low fours for Biden. And those I aren't just I've seen not like, too. Yeah. Those aren't like, oh, yeah, if he sweeps Wyoming and North Dakota
0: as well, right. he'll get
1: four. No, no, no. It's like if he does take Texas, if he does take Georgia, um, I have it at 306. Two thirty-two.
0: That's more like I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot more like that. I do
1: have Pennsylvania. I do have Florida going, Florida and Texas going red. Um, I do, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking. I think for some reason I can't put it on my map, but I think Texas goes blue. The fact that they have a record turnout and
0: you have people going in What if it's a record turnout for people to keep it red? Well, okay. (laughs) And that's true. That is true.
1: But when we see this, you know, um, influx of population coming from California, I don't think yeah. those are the people saying, "Hey, I need a."
0: Yeah, but did there, was there enough people that moved there from California to I, swing an entire state?
1: I also want to uh, touch on the fact that where are the largest increases, and you're seeing it in the. El Paso, you're seeing it, which is very close to New Mexico, which is a blue state. You're right. seeing it in the McAllen and in um, Brownsville, which is the the uh, tip of, of Texas touching Mexico. You're seeing it in an influx of people in the Houston area. Those are generally thought to be a little bit more blue. And that's where there's this surge. But you're also seeing it in some of the rural areas as well. So th- the idea for me is, is like there's a lot of effort being put on like the governor is like to have one polling place in Houston is the grossest thing I've ever heard. That's like having, you know, one polling place in all of like Downers Grove, Naperville and you know, a bunch of other suburbs, like, Hey, all of the West suburbs, you have one polling place and that's like a few million people. Right. So to have like one polling place, that's why I think there was a huge early voter turnout Mm -hmm. is people in Houston saw that happening. Right. Right. So I think a lot of the early turnout is Democratic. Um, a
0: lot of the day of will be Republican. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Anything else to add, Brian?
1: Um,
0: Other than yeah. make sure you guys vote.
1: Other than make sure you guys vote. Regardless of the outcome, and, and this is something that resonated with me in the Biden campaign, is there has to be a healing that happens. I don't know if democracy, as we love it, survives if we don't start coming together. If Biden wins, he has said, I will be the president for all American people. And I hope that resonates with people that don't vote for him and they feel like, hey, they're going to vote what's best for me anyways. If Trump wins, we have to figure out a way to begin the healing process regardless of his rhetoric.
0: Um, Right. Yeah. So. I think the biggest thing, too, is to stay positive with either result. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you're a Republican who really wanted Trump to win or anybody else who really wanted Trump to lose, you know, just because you didn't get your candidate doesn't mean that the world is ending. It just means that uh, we have work time to. to do. Re- yeah, exactly. It's we time, time to really to focus up.
1: And we have work to do regardless. And I was talking with Kevin about the direction of this country, of this country, of this podcast. If Trump wins, we have lots of material that we can go on.
0: Yeah. It'll be um, great for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. For. <laughs> but if Biden wins, then it's time to hold him accountable. Exactly. And I want to see this change, especially because if you look at the, uh, the Senate and the House right now, those races, it's likely that the Democrats may take both. Yeah. Or keep one, take the other.
1: Yeah. Keep one, take the other. And th- the likelihood of a trifecta is upwards of 70 something percent. So with that in mind. There is no reason
0: he to, shouldn't be able to get everything he wants to get exactly. done,
1: done. Like you want to talk about the climate plan. You want to talk about taxation changes. You want to talk about, you know, helping, um, black communities, more or minority communities. You want to protect, you know, LGBT rights, then go fucking do it. And that's what this podcast will be about is, are they doing it? And we'll celebrate those wins. If they're not, we'll call them out on it. Um, I will do the same with Trump, and I think I'll have more to call out, but here nor there. (laughs) The the idea here is we're still going to model this podcast the same way as conversations where there is going to be disagreement, there's going to be agreement, but we always want to have the conversation, and you should too.
0: So then let's talk about, really quickly, Yeah, as Brian and I have brought up several times now, we will be doing a live podcast on Tuesday. Yes. So, Tuesday... Tuesday we will be going live live at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: on our YouTube channel
0: on our YouTube channel so and in, in, we'll put a link up on our Facebook uh, and we'll in put the a link Spotify everything the everything, yeah. everything. Oh, we we'll have go. it everywhere we'll make sure that everybody knows all about it we'll make sure that everyone's prepared we'll be texting you calling you Facebooking <laughs> you
1: we'll be just like those car warranty companies <laughs> oh
0: my god I hate those <laughs> So just remember to look out for that, you guys. As always, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you guys taking, you know, um, yeah, come hang out with us in the live chat. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. on on
1: YouTube you'll be able to live chat us, and and we'll chat back. We'll we'll give Brian will chat back. We'll give the shout-outs. It'll be a great opportunity. Disclaimer, we might not know the winner of the election that night. Yes. As yeah. they've already said, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Florida might not be decided the night of the election. But we'll give as much coverage as we can. And basically, you can have a drink with us and kind of yeah. go it.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And we will see you guys on Tuesday. See you Tuesday. Well, guys, we're here. We've made it to the end.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Kevin. Kevin we got to thank our sponsors.
0: What sponsors?
1: Well, we, we haven't gotten any official sponsors yet, but we do have Patreons. Oh. And we should let people know that they can join our Patreon for subscribing from 5 to 10 to $20. Any amount helps.
0: Yeah, thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. If you guys don't want to do a monthly subscription, you can also support us by buying some of our awesome clothing at Com.
1: And that's a win-win-win.
0: <laughs> also, if you guys uh, wouldn't mind, we would love for you to follow us on our Facebook page and our Instagram. Thank you. Thank you.